Hello, welcome to the Amory School. It's episode 41. We're here. Molly, hello. Hi. Hi, Molly. Hello. How's it going? Um, It is going. We, we, we made it through Christmas. We survived. How has your week been? Um, It has been pretty good. I played Celeste again. That game's still oh, good. Nice. Still good. Um, um, yeah, treat myself is very, to that. It's very funny to me because I've not played it, and I, I 100% believe everyone that it is good. I'm not doubting that. Yeah. But every time I see a screenshot of it, it's like uh, this... Like there's a picture of someone doing a jump, and then the text thing says like I have anxiety, and I'm like, oh no, oh no, oh this is pay, this is, and then I, but everyone's like, no, I, I know, but the game's good, and I believe you, I'll play it one day, and I'm assuming it's incredible, but uh, it's very, do it's laugh very at like good. how it presents out, uh, outside of itself. But yes, no, I'm excited to play it one day, whenever it goes on sale. Yeah, yeah, you should you should just play it when it goes on sale. Um, it's I great know. because uh, it is about having anxiety, but they're very nice to you about it. That's good. I ha- yeah. I do have anxiety. I have anxiety too. So it was nice that they were like, "It's okay to have anxiety." I was like, "Oh damn! Wow, damn. real." Thanks. Yeah, it <laughs> is. I mean, it's not. I. It's okay, but it's not really okay. I'm not. I'm not okay. I wouldn't say. I'm, I'm not. Okay yeah, I wouldn't it. say it's good. <laughs> no, I. I would say it's bad, and I would rather not have it. But, uh, Jackson, what you been up to? <laughs> Um, well, uh, on this Code and Camera podcast, I have been digging into the lore of a completely incomprehensible series that is very badly written and doesn't make much sense. Um, uh, and I've been listening to Code and Cambria. Yeah. Uh, was that a was that a Kingdom Hearts there's, dig? There's, there's a Kingdom Hearts joke, but yep. it, didn't, it, it didn't line up as well as I wanted it to. I like just wanted to make sure. There, but, you know. Yeah. No, uh, every, yeah. listen, everybody who follows you on Twitter.com will know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, they know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm playing Kingdom Hearts at the moment. It's fine. It's apparently just mentioning video games because we're gamers. Yeah, we're In our ga- weekly random catch-up <laughs> thing, we just mention video games because we're gaming. It, why not? I can't. I just don't want to talk about like work. That's what I do yeah. most of my time is work, <laughs> right. and I don't want to talk about it. So I want to talk about my like DWP appointments to get my disability payments. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's less good on a podcast. I'd much rather talk about Kingdom Hearts. They they are equally as inscrutable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I also have been playing Kingdom Hearts. It's good. Yeah. Where are yeah. Where are you at in your? Because I'm at two. I'm gonna be getting through before three. What are, What are, Where are you at in your journey? Uh, we oh, we're playing two. I'm doing it okay. as like a like a group effort with some friends in the building. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're we're playing together so we can all yell at it uh, while playing, <laughs> which is the only good way to play a video game. Oh, that's the perfect way to play Kingdom Hearts. That's basically why Twitter was invented to share that. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, so we managed to do it in real life, which is better than Twitter, because every once in a while, uh, there isn't Aranda who's like, but it was good, actually. I don't know why you're being so mean, but... Um, you're like, no, I think it's good. It's just fun to yell at it. You yeah. don't understand. It's okay. Um, but we, we're past where you are, I think. We just finished Pride Rock. No idea what that is. Uh, well, you're gonna be a furry soon, Jackson, and that's just. I mean, how I know, I know what. Pri- I said that being like, I haven't got to it, but I have seen. I have seen <laughs> the Lion King. Sorry, I don't. <laughs> I what? just, I just, I'm like, oh right, the Disney get right. I've it's been a yeah. long, very tired today. <laughs> kind of out of, kind of out of it. And I was like, right, and that, now I what I have done is I've come off like I've never heard of the Lion King before. Uh, sorry, what, what is have- that a film? Is that is it a film? Like, sorry, I'm just a gamer. I am but a humble gamer. Uh, Please, I have no I cultural have not, experience. I do have no cultural experience. Okay. When something ridiculous happens, um, I'm like, oh, is that that's that's like Undertale? 
That's like my that's like my good friend Sans Undertale. He said that's a funny like thing good, one time. That's like my good friend Sans Undertale. Um, <sighs> Bad, but hate this. Anyway, people. We're done. Let's talk about the thing. People actually let's talk about. Yeah, let's ta- let's talk about uh, Coheed and Cambria, the the band. The band, yes. Um, uh, this is going to be a shorter episode this week because the song that we are covering uh, has no story. It's we will nothing. do our best to like invent one and try to like line something up. But um, before we play the song, some important context: this song was the first Coheed and Cambria song written by Coheed and Cambria, and some bonus songwriters, some pop songwriters, mm-hmm. um, who have showed up to help them tweak their songwriting style uh, with the aim of getting this song picked for the Transformers soundtrack. Now that did not happen. No, it did not um, happen. Linkin Park uh, beat them out. Linkin Park was like, yeah, we're an established band who's very popular. Please try again later. Other bands. <laughs> yes. Uh, and But this song is clearly about nothing. Uh, it's it's very funny because it's uh, Kohee trying to write a normal song for people to sing along to. Uh, so that part's very funny in the lyrics. So let's, hey, you know what? Let's play the song. Let's go. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. This is this is a song. <laughs> Thank you, Molly. Yes. Yeah. I agree. I agree. <laughs> hey, this is a track on the album No World for Tomorrow. Uh, this is a song that we're talking about on our podcast on the internet online, recording audio files into Audacity. <laughs> we're doing it. Um have you okay. The Running Free is a song. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I, I wasn't planning to keep this bit going, but now I want to see how far we can get. <laughs> no, that's all I have. I'm sorry. Um, it's it's fine. God, I have no strong feelings about this song one way or the other. It's perfectly serviceable. Yeah, so this is a complete n- nothing of a song. It's a big lead single. I think it's pretty, like, I think it's decent. I think it's a decent song. Yeah. Uh, my, my take on it is it is a good song that proves Code and Cambria will never write a great song ever again in their lives. Uh, tragic though that is, uh, but basically it's them trying to do like uh, Favor House Atlantic and um, The Suffering again. But those were songs they just did when they didn't have professional songwriters, and now they do. They, this is so much more pat, and the chorus is, is a bit weaker, and the verse is definitely weaker. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> just doesn't it just doesn't feel as strong and this was their like big song to put in a movie and i'm like you had ones that were better for this and i'm sorry but you you can't compete with that lincoln park song 
You can't. It's a real pop song because they write pop songs. Like, even if you don't like that song, and I don't even know if I like what I've done, whatever, but that I was listening to it <laughs> just before we started this, and it has a verse that's quiet, and then, you know, he goes, what up? And then the guitar goes, and I'm like, oh, right, a normal band who knows how to, like, write a, make a chorus happen. <laughs> they did the thing properly. Uh, and you can say that's bad and boring, and you're right, but, like, it is. that's how you write a pop song chorus, and yeah. Kanye does not know that. Um, which is strange because because uh, he did Landon know did that much better. He did know that he did, but then he lost the information. He did not keep that information. But even at like Cody's um, best chorus wise, though, they were never like on the MCR level of big no. fake queen choruses as much as they try. They are still trying to this day. They're still trying. <laughs> they're uh. they are doing their damnedest. So should I read some lyrics and we should decide to add a plot to this because there isn't one. Ugh, yeah. All non-believers stand aside in fear. A new day is marching through the door. How could you ever think you'd make it here? Oh, did it bleed or was it sore? Through the struggles you've endured, you've come so far from innocence, provided all the consequence, only what does it matter now? Because you're going home, you're running free, as only you would be if you never owed them anything. And now you've found your way out, in trust you've seen, your path on home. Oh, uh, oh, well, oh, uh, oh. So, like, on the basis level uh, for the story, this is Claudio's done it. He's figured out that he's the crowing and he's going to go in the world. He's doing it. He's going home. Big catharsis song. Except it's completely free of all context because the lyrics are just, we've struggled and we've made it and we've th- <laughs> we're through and now we're going, we're going home. It's just all cliches, but the way that those cliches are written is draped in a layer of coherent cambria just unreadability it's beautiful <laughs> you've come so far from innocence provided all the consequence only what does it matter now because you're going home like that is a normal pop song verse about yeah we've seen ourselves through the hardship and we're we're making it through yeah big big song katie perry we're gonna go this. home now <laughs> like <laughs> You know, it's Katy it's, Perry cover of the Running Free. <laughs> big inspirational song. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I gotcha. Um, but like, it's still written by Conan Cambridge, so the lyrics can't really get that across. And like, like we talked last time about how some of the lyrics from Keeping Secrets were just here are just strange, uh, like straight cliche emo lyrics, and they work yeah. fine, and that's the best. And that's what this is trying to do, but it it's too much. They did it too much. You've come so far from innocence, provided all the consequence. What does that mean? How have you provided the consequence to your innocence when that's not how anything works? Well, maybe it's considering the consequence. I don't know. Oh. Yeah, you know. Like you see the, the 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 words, and you get you understand the concept, but then you're like, wait, that's not. You just that doesn't does, make any that's sense. That's not how sentences work. How have you overwritten a rhyme of innocence and consequence? <laughs> <laughs> he did that. Claudio did that. This is no, it's no uh, wish you well, the visual, or whatever the hell that rhyme was. <laughs> I, I could, you could just fix this. Like, you could fix this in a heartbeat. You could say, you've come so far from innocence, forget about the consequence, because what does it matter now? Because you're going home. Like, no. Like, yes. Abs- fuck no. Done. Hell no. Fi- that sounds stupid. 
Fuck that. But that that's what he means. He's saying it's, you've come far from it. You've come all the way from innocence, and now it doesn't matter because the, the consequences don't matter anymore. Uh, and then we wouldn't be talking universe. about it, Jackson. Molly, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is bad. This is bad. It, it, it is like- bad. Uh, no, I, I was going this band. <laughs> oh, I thought you said it's bad because it is. But yes, this band. Uh, but uh, this genius page. Oh yeah, has something very funny on it. Please, which is that it was written for the Transformers. It was their big hope to get into a movie soundtrack. And on the right here, we simply have the words "NHL 09 soundtrack various artists." <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> Roasted boys. <laughs> Sorry. I'm afraid it looks like you're going home and running free. <laughs> <laughs> Without a contract. Stupid. <laughs> contract. Um Yeah. Well, actually, I can sing along to the song just fine. It's fine. It's like Yeah, it's, it is perfectly fine. As a B-tier pop song, it's fine, but it doesn't have much to talk about other than the fact that they've layered ludicrous levels of Claudio lyrics on top of it. But, um, so do you have any other story other than he has gone to go, um, he's he's accepting his destiny, he's he's going home and running free? My problem with this is that we just had a song about going home, except it was about Nuo, but whatever, I guess. I guess we could do this twice in a row. I mean... Like, I assume going home means... He's gonna visit his old house, and there will not be the temptation to fuck on his uh, dead sibling's bed this time. The most charitable reading of the chorus, and this is saying something because of how fucked up what I'm about to say is, that I didn't write, I didn't write the story. It's not our fault. <laughs> is, you're going home, you're running free, as only you would be if you never owed them anything, is... He is going to die and see his parents and Josephine again. <laughs> yeah. He's going home. I mean, home. I guess. He's going Fuck. home. He's going to the oneness of the universe. Yeah, we're He's going go home see his to the keywork where everybody's key- being held hostage as dead people. <laughs> <laughs> Great. You yes. did it, Claudio. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I just... <sighs> we'll get there. We'll talk We'll talk about the keywork. We'll, t- we'll, talk, we'll about- talk about the keywork. <laughs> But Molly, you have made a discovery. I have, um, I in doing research for this podcast, which is something I love to do by typing the song into Google and then just <laughs> clicking on whatever the fuck comes up. Uh, I've discovered songmeanings.com. Um, yeah. And we have some fucking brain geniuses from the year 2007 um, when there is really nothing to go on with these. Yeah, this, there's these were all, really all- nothing. All comments from 2007 here. So and I believe me. these predate the original books, uh, the the original uh, in Keeping Secrets and all that. So um, first, a couple comments here. First one. So I heard that this song is about Wilhelm crossing through the willing well the opposite direction, like into the real world, uh, which would be the best outcome possible. This is incredible. This is the the fact that by not having a story means the fans had to invent a like a much better story than anything <laughs> that they wrote is so damning. And this happens with a lot of things, but damn. Yeah. What, um, if, what if he actually became God and went into the real world? What if he was really God? What if he was really, really God? What if? Um 
So this is what I believe the song is about. So when the last good Apollo, Claudio's the one to destroy Heaven's Fence. So the song is him talking to Wilhelm because he is God's wrath. Okay, can we, can okay. we break, break this down into sentences or something? Um, so in the last good Apollo, Claudio yes. is the one to destroy Heaven's Fence. Okay, so far following just fine. So the song is him talking to Wilhelm because he is God's wrath. Okay, so he destroyed... So why is he talking to Wilhelm? Because he is because, because he destroyed he's God's wrath. Fence. Because because he's God's wrath, but he's God's wrath because he destroyed Heaven's Fence. But, right. but why does he have to talk to Wilhelm? Dead. So why? How is he talking to Wilhelm? Because Wilhelm's God. No, <laughs> Claudio's Claudio's God's wrath. Claudio's Wilhelm God. is Wilhelm is not God's wrath. Wilhelm no, but Wilhelm God. is God. Uh, and Claudio's his you wrath. See what, you see, maybe <laughs> <laughs> could be. Do you could see? What be. See? Yeah. Um. Uh, this is a just a beautiful comment from Aflum22, um, who says, You could tie Claudio's lyrics to what's happening in the world today. This story is perfect, but I love the double meaning. What if our troops come back from the war? Because you're going home, you're running free. How much better would our country prosper? It's hell. Yes, God! <laughs> oh my God. Coden Carabia's anti-war song. Yeah, uh, this is what we've been searching for since we since we covered uh, the Scalia. We've been looking for more politics in our. I can I can see I like I can see the read because there's like you know enough vague references to a war and like oh you struggled so much and now you've come home like I get it but it's only the most surface level uh, just they're just using that iconography to be like you're going home you're running free this is the big chorus sing along uh, and if you like type out I think this is a tribute to the brave troops <laughs> it <laughs> just so like brave. what that they are brave but not as brave. Um, as any number of people on Twitter. Just Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many people who are more brave. Um, there's a lot of um, this. A, fo- a couple people think that this song is between Claudio, the writer and Claudio, the crowing. Um, just, just having it out. You know, sometimes you talk fight. to God. Um, sometimes you do have a chat to God. I think this song is about Sizer and how he goes ape shit fucking shit up and he redeems himself and he finally feels useful. He knows he's going to die, so he is spending his time well before he goes. He turns this into a giant monster? This is me. I am the Sizer um the, the Sizer fanboy from 2007. <laughs> before before there was really any Sizer content around. Yeah. Cuz the In Keeping Secrets book hadn't come out. And literally only the album where we were told Sizer exists. Sizer exists so, and he loves his sister. That's all we do. <laughs> <laughs> also he was tortured to death but then he was fine. But then it was fine. He got put back together. Listen. He got put back together. So, I mean they were right about Sizer turning into a giant monster. They did they they nailed it. So yeah, I think, I think this one has it. I think they're there. <laughs> I think I think I need to go to this guy's profile, find all of his comments, and maybe we can finally put some together in this fucking comic. <laughs> I, I think he's onto something. Um, let's see. Uh, Mads Mads MK9 says, "Okay, maybe I'm crazy, but this is another point of view on this song. He's talking about growing up and moving on to finding your own pathing, overcoming all odds, and saying that this life is hell, and then you're going home." No, that you read the you read the lyrics to the song. That's not another. That's wait, just wait. What the he song- didn't have a story thing. He just was like, no, that was this it. Is what the song's he about? He just he just repeated. This is what the song is about. It's about the things that are in the song. Pop songs aren't deep. He sings, "You're going home." You're like, damn, this is a song about going home. <laughs> damn, damn, I do be going home. 
Uh, girls love it when you go home. <laughs> they do love that. They love it when you're not on tour anymore and you go home. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. This is a song about not being on tour anymore. <laughs> song, a song about not being on Once you get the contract with Transformers, you're not on the road anymore and that's it. And you can come home and you can run free. Yeah, you can go uh, home, run free. But you can't um, run that far because you're stuck on the island. Just st- <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Got the old ball and chain with you. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's, there's nothing else good on songmeanings.com, uh, but I just, I, this was a delightful, a delightful visit to a part of the internet I forgot existed. Uh, songmeanings.com is fantastic. The other day, I typed in, uh, the lyrics for a Bouncing Souls song, uh, that I enjoy called We Love Fun, wherein the lyrics are, uh, we love fun, we're going out and having some. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> we okay. love fun, let's go out and have a ton. What's that one about? <laughs> Uh, well, I went to songmeanings.com and there was nothing. Oh, there was what? nothing on song meanings. They there couldn't was, figure uh, there it was, out. They, they, they. We love fun. We're going out and having some. We love fun. You know we're gonna have a ton. Put on your fun shoes. Fun just made the front page news. Put on your party pants. The time has come to make a stance. What the fuck? Who wrote this? <laughs> the, the bouncing souls, and I oh, can't sorry. figure out what this is about. <laughs> <laughs> if you know what the song is about, please write in next week. We'll go over it. If you can understand the meaning behind We Love Fun. <laughs> please at Jackson and I on Twitter so we can finally figure out what fun is about. This is, this is a Bouncing Souls podcast now. <laughs> a Bouncing Souls podcast. Also, it is about the band fun. Uh, we don't love fun. No. Fun period. We don't love that, fun, period. We do not love fun, period. They're less good. They are bad. <laughs> They're bad and I don't like them. Um, now I've got some nights in my head. I hate some nights. It's not a good song. I would I would go as far as to say it's a bad song. Ah. Luckily, I've completely forgotten the other fun song. It's like their big one. Um, it is the one with Janelle Monae on it. Okay, still nothing. I think, yeah. It's completely know. out of... Yeah, I don't know what the name of it is. I Listen, my brother loved that band, and I was like, what's wrong with you? Uh, is, is he also really into Imagine Dragons? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Close. Close. Yeah, that's close-ish. Man, fun takes me back. (laughs) (laughs) About three years or so. About three? No, no, I'm about to... No, I bet that's like six years now. (laughs) (laughs) It might be, I don't know. We're going to go look... Because this podcast is only 20 minutes long, we don't have any other content. We're going to go look up when fun was around. When was was fun? Did they do anything after that album? Um, They have not released an album since some nights, no. Fun, period. If we you are young that, is the big we band. are young yeah, that's, that's right that song sucked it came out february 2012 oh that is six years ago that is six years almost ago. seven Yeesh, that's how a... long fun's been going on <laughs> yeah, i mean it, no there actually right now. there actually hasn't been any fun before that so first shout out foremost, to everybody who made it this far first and foremost to answer the question that's been raised most often fun period is not breaking up that's what they said before <laughs> That's what they said before uh, they stopped releasing music forever. It's also what my parents said <laughs> before they t- before my dad went to stay with my grandma for a while <laughs> and never came back. And uh, he, where where did he go? I c- Still up at grandma's, you. I guess. Oh no, that um, was not fun. Period. No, that was not fun. <laughs> not one bit of that was fun. No. 
Um, we should wrap this up. <laughs> I guess we should. I feel bad. It's such a short podcast, but this has been completely We gave them incoherent. almost an hour last week. That's true. That's true. You had an hour of content. Yeah. And now we have nothing. We have nothing. This is the best yep. we can do. Next time, uh, there is a little bit more story content in the song. Thank Christ. There is. Uh, so we'll have a little bit more to dig into. Yeah. But Molly, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at audioentropy.com. You can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly with a Y-E-R. You can find me at patreon.com slash Molly Reinbeck. Hell yes. You can find me on Twitter at headfullsoft. Uh, you can find other podcasts at abnormalmapping.com. You can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash abnormalmapping. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.